Welcome to Smart Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to the Smart Cleaning School podcast, helping visionaries make the impact that they were meant to make. Counting your chickens before they hatch. This is going to be a fun one for you because <laughs> you get to hear Ken's pain. Actually, the next two episodes in the Smart Cleaning School is a lot of Ken's pain that hopefully you can learn from. But prior to that, let's do something that's more fun. Funny Papers edition. Here we go. All right, this Funny Papers comes from Coach Josh. Josh shared a story with me recently, and he gave it a title, Hay Bale Thieves. So Josh owns a commercial cleaning company, Athens Cleaning in Athens, Georgia, and they do a lot of banks. Now, banks do a lot of seasonal decorations, and around Thanksgiving, they have a harvest-type theme, just like any other corporate setting or the homes you see, like the hay bales and the leaves and the harvest, you know, all that kind of stuff. Maybe some pumpkins left over. Well, the two cleaners that Josh had assigned to this particular bank, they work five days a week there. And one of the days they found the hay from the Thanksgiving decorations in a bag, in a trash bag. It was too heavy for these employees to lift, and so they were asking Josh what they should do. Now, Josh had heard the question, he had a lot going on, and he was going to get back to them, and he forgot. He just forgot. The second cleaner who showed up in the next shift, they were able to pick up the bag of hay, and they didn't know what to do with it either, so they put it in the back seat of their car. I don't know why, but that's what they did with it. I suppose if they considered it to be trash, they could have thrown it out, but they weren't sure if it was trash or not. They didn't leave it there. They're like, well, I'll put it in my car. Okay, maybe it makes perfect sense to them. So he just didn't want to throw it out. And that's when Josh remembered to ask the bank, and he confirmed that, yes, this hay is part of the decorations. It's not trash. So now Josh is trying to track down hay bale thieves because he's got this guy who works part-time cleaning banks for Athens Cleaning at night, and there's two bales of hay missing from the bank. Now, what I wonder is, is there anything in the hay bales? Did he break into the bank vault, hide the cash in the hay, and, oh, look, it's just hay bales in the bag. Hey, bank, have you checked your deposit records. Have you checked your safe? The guys over at Athens Cleaning, they are pretty slick. You just never know. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> that was a fun one. I'll just close here with, with this part of the story. Now, obviously, I'm embellishing quite a bit to make it fun. But I'll just throw this out there. Attention all police precincts in the Athens, Georgia area. Attention all police precincts in the Athens, Georgia area. If you happen to pull over anybody that has a duct tape bag full of hay in the back seat, apprehend them immediately. You will find at least 
200 Starbucks gift cards for Thanksgiving and Christmas inside the hay or something else. Anyway, that's the Funny Papers edition for today. Thanks, Josh, for sending that one in. This podcast episode is a follow-up to We All Need a Coach. In that episode, I shared the four windows where the first window is the things that you know about you that others also know about you. The second window are the things that you know about you that others don't know about you. This represents personal growth. You need to acquire new skills. Other people don't really know that you need it but you do. The third window are the things that others know about you that you don't know about you. Another term for this is your blind spot. You can't see it, but others can. This is where you need coaching. So this is the concept and the grid behind we all need a coach. Make sure you check out that episode if you haven't heard it yet. I shared in a recent Freedom Report how Josh revealed two blind spots to me. One was that I took my hand off building my pipeline and I dried it up because of this. I was living off past work. The other blind spot was that my prices were too high, but they weren't too high as a solo cleaning optimizer. They were too high as a team building initializer. These two blind spot recognitions by Josh literally saved me three to six months of pain. Both of these blind spots were killing my sales funnel. I'm so grateful for great coaches in my life. That's that third window. Wait, did I say I'm grateful for that? On a mastermind call in Total Life Freedom in October, after Josh identified two blind spots, the guys found uh, two more blind spots. Like I said, this episode's a little painful for me. I'm collecting blind spots like my kids collect Easter eggs at the Easter egg hunt. The only difference is that I'm carrying my basket and my coaches are putting more eggs in it. I don't mind though. I have realized that I need to know these things about myself that I don't see and others do. It is painful, but it makes me stronger. How about you? Would your pride or ego be hurt by knowing your blind spots? Don't say yes unless you mean it. Let's look at my new blind spots. The collection is growing. New blind spot number one. Thank you, TLF Mastermind. The first was simple. Am I putting my whole heart into growing my cleaning business? Ouch. Am I all in? I have built-in excuses because my health has been a major challenge, and it has. I was in a position to step up at my Royal Rangers outpost and take leadership, which has been a lot of work, and I have. And if I didn't step up, my boys would have lost out, and I wasn't willing for that to happen. This takes a lot of time to lead Royal Rangers. Just listen to Play the Background to hear a recent ceremony that took three hard months to plan. I'm also still dealing with my grandparents' estate and the complications and dynamics of the family going on. I also have a wife and five children that want more time with me. Oh, and I still clean all day Saturday and every other Thursday and Friday. I have built-in reasons why it's hard for me to get to growing the business. The blind spot was this. 
Am I allowing those reasons to be my excuse? I'll say that again. Am I allowing those reasons to be my excuse? They're legitimate reasons. But am I letting them take me away from what I need to be doing? A winner would fight through those reasons and take action and get everything done regardless. I admitted that I was, meaning I was making excuses. I wasn't pouring my whole heart and going the extra mile to get everything done. This blind spot hurt because I was holding back from my potential and allowing real reasons to be excuses. I wasn't acting like my pop-up taught me in the former episode Quitters never win. New blind spot number two. Let's get even deeper. The second blind spot, or the fourth, depending if you're counting, is connected to my marketing again. They told me that I am such an optimist that I count my chickens before they hatch. Now, what does that even mean? This spring, a homeschooling family from our homeschooling co-op they let us raise some chickens. They brought over an incubator, and I believe there was about 10 eggs, roughly, in that incubator. And from those chicken eggs, Carrie, the homeschooling mom that lent us her whole setup, she said, you guys should probably get about six or seven chickens out of that batch. And so that's what we did. Okay, we've got six or seven chickens. But then after the time allotted, only one hatched. It was awesome to see the chicken hatch, but just one. We were really wondering, like, what's going on? Now, over the course of the next couple of days, and it shouldn't have taken this long, but we did have four others that hatched for a total of five baby chicks. But we should have had maybe seven or eight for the number of eggs we had. And so this is an example of us assuming we had seven or eight, but we really only had five. And we may have only ended up having the one. You don't know. You don't know how many chickens you have until the eggs hatch. I didn't get this quote until we actually went through and had hatchings of chickens. Like this is the first time we ever did it. So I get that now. So... Do I count my chickens before they hatch? Well, we kind of did then. We expected more. Let me turn this into a business concept. Do I count my chickens before they hatch in business? Here's what that means. I do the work which leads to opportunities for a proposal. Here's an example. And then I count the proposal as a new client before I ever get the yes or before I ever get the first check deposited in the bank. I sent the proposal, meaning I got the client. Or I sent out five proposals over the summer, and they were definitely guaranteed. You heard me talk about that on this podcast. If you go back and listen, you'll hear me saying, oh, yeah, these five estimates are out there, these five proposals. I should have at least two or three of these. We're setting up pretty. Well, I never got any of them. So I counted chickens before they hatched. I thought I had three chickens, and I ended up with zero. That sucks. (laughs) But yet I was counting them as if I had them. But here's what I do next. Because I count them as yeses a little bit early, meaning, well, not a little bit early, totally early because they never came, 
emotionally, I stop feeling that I need to do the work and I back off the work because, hey, I've got three new clients, so I don't need to get any more right now. So therefore, I stop the work. Then the new clients don't say yes and my pipeline dries out again. Oh, this is not a good cycle. I have done this my entire entrepreneurial career. I've known this blind spot, but never really admitted it to others. I held it close in the name of positive mental attitude and speaking what I want. That stuff does work if you're doing the work, which I clearly wasn't because I counted the chickens before they hatched. Another example of when I did this in my life was back in my Amway days. I would connect with prospects that were interested in getting into the business with me. I'd share the business plan with them. I'd have three or four ready to go, excited. They would tell me they're doing it. They're ready to join my business. And then I'd count them before they ever joined. I prepared for the work of helping these new people that never actually joined. Thus, when they didn't join, I had no new marketing going on to find new prospects. It sounds dumb now as I say this out loud, But when it's a blind spot, you do it without seeing it. That's why it's called a blind spot. These two blind spots explain why I take my foot off the gas pedal. It's why my pipeline of marketing prospects has run out time and time again over my 20-year entrepreneurial journey. I'm not consistent, and it's not because I'm afraid of doing the work. I'm a hard worker. I simply get in my own way and stunt my own growth. My mastermind called me out on these blind spots, and my response was immediate discomfort, but latter gratitude. Going forward, I need to do the work. Then I need to be persistent and consistent on that work until the job is done. I cannot stop to count the results at any point. If I didn't have coaching, this would never have come up until I had enough pain from a lot of perceived effort and minimal results. Having a coach is most effective when you meet together on a regular basis. They can watch what you're doing and steer you in the right direction. A weekly coaching is ideal. If it's too often... It's hard to get the work done because you're always getting back between you and the coach and they're looking for more information. But if it's not often enough, then it's hard to get the coaching done because they can't see the micro level of your day-to-day work. They can't guide you. We all need a coach. Do you have one? I'm going to recommend this. Make sure to check out the Smart Cleaning School website. There's some free and paid resources on there. Check them out. If you like what you see, feel free to jump right in. And if you would like to talk this through, if you have some questions for me as a coach or you want to explore any of these blind spots, and if they are ones for you, I'd be glad to jump on that call with you. Just go to my website and click on the free coaching call option. And with that, have a spectacular day. Thank you for listening to Smart Cleaning School. Class is dismissed.